welcome. Hi and welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic. <laughs> it's Tracy and Lara back again in your ears. In For your a ear Thursday. Yay, Yay. A day late, but shit's been going down. What kind of shit's been going down, Lara? Good shit. Um, we got a house. Woo-woo. Finally. So that's all going through the motions. That vortex landed. Yeah. And there was elephants. There was five elephants. Five elephants. But do you know what's funny is that I noticed the elephants the first time we walked through, but we still dicked around on the house for a few weeks and saw other ones and then went back. <laughs> do you think it's your forever home? No. No. It's a stepping stone home. But it will we'll be there and we'll be happy for ages. It'll be a life stage home. Yeah. Yep. And it's got so much potential, so um, we got it at a good price and we'll do stuff to it and it's a sensible house that we will profit from one day. Yay. So it's, you know, that's great. And you'll get to love it like you did yep. your other house. Yep. And I'll get to have you over and you can give me ideas. Mm-hmm. We can build a kitchen mm-hmm. and a bathroom, mm-hmm. maybe two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can do some more veggie patches. Yes. And decorate and set up nice little spaces. There's space in this house. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Are we going to have a recording studio? We're going to build a recording studio with the help of Woo-hoo! your handsome husband. Yeah, the two mats. <laughs> the two mats will get down and dirty downstairs <laughs> <laughs> and make a studio for us and for Matt. Let's so happy it. for you. Yeah. So happy for Thank you. Thank you. It's happened. Yeah. So good. Yep. And See what happens when you manifest? I know, that's true. Yeah. And what? Oh, I haven't even told Matt this, but when I was speaking to the real estate agent, I went all crazy lady <laughs> and I said to him, you know how I think I, you know how I have a thing about elephants? And he just looked oh, at me shit. and he's like, what? And I said, well, actually you don't know that, but yes, so I have this thing about <laughs> elephants. So then I just, you know. Clearly not a toss yeah. fan. Clearly not, but. He, he's lovely, but he was just like, what sort of like get to your point? So I just said, well, I noticed that there was three elephants in the garage not being loved. Like they didn't look like they were cared about. And I just wanted to mention them, you know, if he, if he wants, wants to them take them, them, then that's fine. But they didn't look loved. So in case he doesn't love them, in case he doesn't want them, just leave them there because I really, really like them. So I, I will pay attention to the elephants in the room. Yeah. Totally. Let's talk about the elephants in the room. (laughs) Anyway, so I said this to the agent and he's like, okay, I'll tell him. I'll ask him about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he was thinking that, but he was so lovely. He entertained me and and he said he would. And he did. So when he phoned back, he said, yep, so I spoke to him about the elephants. (laughs) I said, oh, what did he say? He said, yeah, I was going to chuck them out. And I was just like, (laughs) no way. Don't even, don't throw them out. Just leave them where they are. Step away from the elephants. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's the best. So I saved these elephants. You saved the elephants. Three. You saved three elephants. Yeah, they're like just little planter stands. I think they have to go at the front door. Probably, yeah. One at the front, one at the back, and one inside where my little space will be. I don't know. Are their trunks up? Uh, I think so. They're sort of like, yeah, that sort of position. Yeah, because that's good luck. Hmm. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So he was going to throw them away. So I'm so glad I just went all crazy lady and Mm. mentioned it because I've been thinking about them. They called you. They called you there. Mm. Mm. Do you know what it means if they're all turned like they're not facing you? Because I saw a lot of bums. (laughs) 
And that's unusual because normally you see elephants from the front or the side. I think that was probably from the previous owner's perspective of I think the elephant's energy with the previous owners was just ass in your face energy. But for you, (laughs) it's not. I don't mind a bum. I've just never seen that too much of that side before. I don't like elephant bums. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) In what way? Like... Cosmetically, not. Oh my god, we are on the turns actually psychic podcast, not the elephant bum podcast. (laughs) I was just thinking, what direction are you going to go spiritual? I don't know. The fact that they're pretty ugly. No, no spirituality in elephant bums. So funny. I was like, you know, because like you were just saying, trunk up, that's good luck. I was like, what yeah. What does it mean if you just see the ass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone focuses on that, but maybe there is. Maybe I will Google that. Yeah, well, it worked out in any case. I just thought it was interesting because even the picture on the wall that an elephant was in, its back was to us. Wow. I know. So that, that's why I posed this question. What does it mean, Tracy? Well, it might mean from his perspective, the guy who owns them, that he doesn't believe in luck. Or he just, yeah, it's clearly not his spirit animal. <laughs> Maybe it's like an ex-partner's stuff. Who it's knows? It's not even his. I won them though. And may- yeah. Maybe the ex-partner like, was trying to like give him a hint with all these elephant asses. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're so funny. Can we please save this episode? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited for you, very happy for you. So that's and I can't wait to see elephants and we'll take photos and post them. Absolutely. We need to see these elephants. They're going to be famous. December sometime. December. Yep. Which is chugging around pretty quickly. It is. But yeah, new house for Christmas. So that'll be cool. And you yep. messaged me last night about a cute little thing that you're going to do for your old house. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah. that for you. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I was looking at um, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at blessings for a new home and then one of the pages I hit on had stuff for leaving a home. So I thought, well, yeah, because I'm so grateful for that house and it's our little baby. So it'll be nice. We're going to dig a little um, rose quartz and a smoky quartz into the earth and say a little thank you prayer for us and for the new people coming into that space. Mm. Yep. And then you're going to come around and do, do some new house. beefy shit to the new yeah. one. <laughs> yes. Yep. Do not worry about that. Tracy I got style. You. I, I got you. Wait, I'm pumped for that. That'll be cool. <laughs> cool. Yay. So now we've got the house talk out of the way. Yeah. We'll launch into today's topic. Yeah. What's that, Tracy? We're going to start talking about psychic abilities. Oh, my goodness. I know. So we're going to start with clairsentience. Just clairsentience today. Yeah. Yep. I think That's we'll good. probably get a whole episode out of clairsentience because yeah. we all know I can talk. We're going to do it real proper like. Real proper like. You've got some <laughs> questions you're going to ask. and Well, I'm going to take notes and hopefully reflect back on them if questions pop yeah. up. Yeah, they will. Yeah, cool. I'm psychic. So... <laughs> <laughs> Me? Out. Question things? <laughs> All right, so let's start at the start. What's clairsentience? So it is clear sensing or clear feeling, yep. in other words, but there are different types of feeling when we talk about that. So there's the literal feeling like someone's touching you. Like someone was just touching your knee. Correct. Um, it is also then the feeling of you've got a feeling. So it's that that 
um, like a sense of a feeling as opposed to a touch of a feeling, like a, not a physical feeling. Yeah. Um, and we use it interchangeably. So it's yep. either or. There's not sort of like clairsentience one and clairsentience two. It's just that's clairsentience. So some people are much stronger with the clairsentience of feeling on the inside. Yep. And some people, especially as mediums, can be quite strong um, with clairsentience on the outside as well. Okay. So uh, as a clairsentient for me, I merge the two and I let my – or as a medium, a clairsentient medium, I merge the two. So – I let all spirits that come through to connect to their loved ones as human, I let them have the ability to um, use my physical body in the messages that they want to convey. So I can be sitting here bringing through a spirit and all of a sudden it will feel like my entire gallbladder has just like jumped out like a cartoon. You know how the heart goes like that yeah. and it jumps out of the skin kind of thing yeah it's in to me it feels exaggerated like that but yep. you're not going to see it and I'm not going to see it it obviously didn't happen but it's very exaggerated but I feel it like it has happened that's intense sometimes I feel like you know for those of the listeners who have been pregnant when a baby kicks yeah that's what I liken it to but it happens in different parts of my body and I just have over the years learnt the anatomy and sort of what yep. the organs are and what they're referring to. You're building a catalogue. You've got yeah. a, a reference point of your own. Mm-hmm. And that's just experience because sometimes I get things and I'm like, oh, God, I don't even know what that is. And mm-hmm. then I will actually ask spirit, my guides, to show me anatomy, like a, a picture of the anatomy, and they kind of just um, like magnify into the space inside the body that they're trying to get me to learn. And I will speak to them telepathically and kind of have a few guesses at first. And then they'll tell me when I've got the right guess. Wow. But it all happens very fast on my Mm -hmm. end. Like Mm -hmm. that, that conversation that I have with my guides and sometimes people that have crossed over like dead people, spirits, um, it happens in a, in a space of time that just doesn't happen for you and I to have that conversation. Yeah. So that's clairsentience in a nutshell. Wow. Uh, it is a, an ability that uh, a lot of people possess, uh, well, everyone has it, obviously, but it is one that is usually um, one that's more common for people to talk about without them realising that that's what they're talking about. Uh-huh. So okay. how many times have you heard someone say, I just had a feeling. Remember, we've spoken about this before. Oh, yeah. My husband says it all the time. Yeah. It drives me crazy, actually. Yeah. Well, it doesn't because I love him, but yeah. it's just like, oh, why it's do all you the act time. on that? <laughs> Turns out you're psychic. Turns out you've got a feeling, correct? it's always after the fact that we've done the opposite thing. And it's, yeah. You know, I had a feeling that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just someone that's just not listening to their intuition and mm. not living by it. So mm. it's someone that's not authentically aligned, even though he's beautiful. Of course he is. Um, so... When we have that um, more heightened, you will say, often you'll hear yourself or your partners or your children or whoever say, um, I had a feeling or I've just got this feeling or I can feel it in my guts or I feel it in my bones or I feel it in my waters or I can just sense it. Um, That kind of language indicates that that person's strongest or most developed ability in their conscious mind is their clairsentience ability. Yep. However, sometimes people freak themselves over because and I tend to know it um 
And I think it's probably just because I'm me that I know it. I don't think anyone else would be able to recognize it. Maybe other mediums and psychics, but not, yeah, not in your not, field. Yeah, not, you know, um, civilians. Um, <laughs> um, when people say things, they'll be just like, oh, I, I, I felt it. Like I just had this feeling something was going to happen. But then the rest of their language when, when, they're, when they're describing it is more a thought process than a feeling. Yeah. And so I will say to them, so how do you feel that? And they'll say, I don't know, I just know. And then you then you hear them say the right words to describe where their intuition's coming from because that's a whole different psychic ability. The knowing as yeah, opposed that's to the cognizance, which gotcha. we're going to do next yep. week. Yep. So you really need to really define and determine whether it is claircognizance or clairsentience because for humans we do get them mixed up quite a bit. Yeah, to be able to discriminate between the two is a mystery sometimes. For civilians? For, for, for us. That's my new word. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it the other day and I was just like, I'm going to use that. <laughs> That's what we use at work all the time when we get out of our scrubs. I'm just going to go put my civvies on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is the plane outside. It's a helicopter. Chopper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the way that the way that your ability, if it's enhanced or heightened or more developed, if clairsentience is your more developed one, basically you would probably have somewhat of identification with being an empath as well. I was about to ask, is it all the emotions that does that come into Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So empaths usually have very heightened clairsentient abilities. Yeah. However, empaths can sometimes have more and that's where the ones that get really bogged down, that's where they kind of sit, those ones. Yeah. Uh, because you do really need to break up your psychic abilities and know which one is giving you information, which one's helping you, which one is your strongest one. And clairsentience is a very strong one for most people. Right. Uh, it's a very instinctual one as well in terms of just being able to sense through your feeling, through like your bones, through your energy, that something's not quite right. Yeah. Uh, and often humans, civilians, just move too fast to through pay that. attention. Oh, okay, yeah. To even recognise it. To know, to realise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. to just even recognise it and acknowledge it. Yeah. So to develop your clairsentience, if you find that you are someone who often speaks in the term of oh, feel this, you know, feeling, yeah, um, or um, I, I have got a bad feeling about this or I've got a good feeling about this, or if you walk into a space and you just, you just feel the energy in the room. It's just like, man, some shit went down in here or someone's just had a fight or an argument. Oh, and it's heavy. You can yep. sense it. Or the tension. Yeah. You know. Or you walk into a place that's, um, you know, like a nightclub and stuff. You know, it's been a while, but <laughs> you walk in there and it's just full of sexual tension. It's full of high energy. It's full yep. of inhibitions being lost. It's just got that carefree kind of... Yep attitude energy towards it as well so if you're someone who picks up spatial yeah as well because i don't want to forget that i don't I'll make sure i want to mention that because it's quite it can be quite loud for some people um i think it's easy for people to notice as well some people not, yeah. all, not everyone but some people and those that are listening yep. that do we're gonna gonna yep. be able to identify yep. with that walk into a room and you feel something yeah, yeah. so that's uh clairsentience as well 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but as an empath, that's where it gets a little bit dicey because you may absorb the energy to harmonize it or absorb the other person's energy so that they don't feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it with an awareness and a responsibility, then cool, cool, cool. But if you're doing it without even realizing you're doing it, then very not cool. Yeah. And they're the ones that get into a bit of trouble. Because they're to just begin unconsciously. With. Yeah. So their doing energy it. is just being just used and abused essentially. And guys, if you think that's you, go and find the empath episode. <laughs> Please. Yes. And then you can become an empowered empath. <laughs> yeah. If you've just identified, yep, that's me. Yep. I've picked it all up. Then go and listen to that episode. Yes. And Energy Protection 101. Yes. Hey, just listen from the beginning. Like, what are you doing? Skipping ahead. You've got to go from the beginning. Uh, so if you, ha- if you sort of are listening to this and your ears are pricking up going, oh, my God, that's so me. Oh, my God, that's so me. Or, oh, my God, that's my kid or my husband or my wife or my partner or whatever. Yeah. Um, or even if, hey, I used to be like that, but I'm not like that anymore. You can be like that again. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Like it's always, it can come back. It always can come back. Usually it's fear that mm-hmm. blocks it. Okay. So there, obviously it's an individual experience. If yeah. it comes to that and what was the fear, whatever. But ultimately, uh, if that is your strongest one, one of the greatest things that you can do is breathe. So breath connects you to the present moment. So if you focus on your breath right now, you can't be anywhere else but right here. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you kind of can't, well, you don't kind of, you do calm down your nervous system, yep. which makes you more present again. Uh, you start to become more sensitive as well. So from, an, from you know, a, um, a biological, anatomical, you know, from that perspective, yes. yep. there are so many physical things that are happening when you breathe and sit in the present moment. But from yep. a spiritual and energetic perspective... Which is what we're here for. Exactly. Uh, we really just want to recognise that the benefit for, for being in the present moment is that you become heightened with your senses. So I can sit here and I can feel that organ inside my body speak to me. (laughs) And I can feel like my fourth toe on my right foot doing something weird. And I can feel like my third rib, you know, having a spasm or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I can also feel goosebumps. I can feel the hairs on the back of my neck. I can feel my eye twitching. I can, I'm just far more self-aware of how my intuition is using my physical body to help me understand the situation that I'm in. Yeah, so your body becomes like a tool. Correct. And when you're still, it becomes more sensitive, so you can pick up all the information. Absolutely. Got you. So it feels like you are much more in control. It definitely feels uh, richer in that space, like things do become heightened because you're just like, I've got goosebumps all over my body and it might just be the first time they might've been there all along, but it might just be the first time you're allowing yourself to recognize it. Noticing that. So that can be a little bit scary sometimes, but ultimately it's not meant to scare you. It's never meant to scare you. It's ultimately just saying to you, Hey, we're here all along. Like we are helping you the whole entire way. You just have to understand our language Mm -hmm. and you're moving too fast. Yeah. Like you're a million miles an hour and we're speaking really gently and softly and slowly and calmly and quietly. 
So you need to come to us to find that information. We can't move at your speed. So for a medium, especially, that's why we sit. That's why we, we are the way that we are in terms of a little bit off with the fairies when we're working, a little bit vacant, um, because we are almost in equal time with present moment. Like we are like at the ground zero of time. We're not living anywhere else, but in the literal now. Yeah. You're receiving. Correct. You set yourself up to receive. Yeah. And it's not scary in that space. It's only scary if I just step a little bit ahead of that or a little bit behind that, uh, and think about it. Yeah. And a lot of mediumship, there is no thinking. Tracy is not thinking anything. Like no, you Tracy Stacy is yeah, yeah. in control. Yeah, yeah. You say you sort of check out and you just allow everything you've learnt to yeah. happen. Yeah, and I can just open my mouth and shit just comes out. <laughs> not literal shit. No, no, no. Well, not yet. That might happen. Spirits. <laughs> it'd be it'd be rainbow coloured for sure. <laughs> Unicorn shit. <laughs> No, no, definitely never, ever going <laughs> to. Then it would come out like a waterfall. <laughs> With glitter. <laughs> With glitter. See yes, it. that would be my vomit for sure, the shit that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> so. But, yes, yeah, so you allow that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you've learnt that. Yes. And so even though I'm a medium and that's the extreme end of the clairsentient yeah, sure. kind of relationship, yeah. for everyone else, for most civilians out there, yeah. uh the number one thing that you can do, like way back to the very beginning and basics of apart from energy protection and those things that we've yes. spoken about before, uh, the the basis of psychic development or um, just heightening your abilities is to try really hard to practice being in the present moment. Uh, and the best thing to do is to carve out time during the day to do that with all psychic development uh, find your most productive time of the day, whether it's first thing in the morning or at night or in the middle of the day, whenever it is, but find the most productive time. And if you're serious about your psychic development, it, this daily practice uh, will catapult you so quickly because wow. it's just energetic. Yeah. So the second, the, the, like the time, the divine time that you decide energetically to open up and the intention to embrace it and to learn, it's there. So there's no delay. It's like, boop, there it is. Because it's like there. So you're really just always opening there, the door. Pretty much. Yeah, you're just turning okay. the light on. Wow. Because it's always there. So cool. Yeah. So that that's tip number one in terms of if you're recognizing these things that we're talking about, yep. learn to sit down and just do some breath work to connect and then open yourself up with a bit of mindlessness, just being in the moment and just thinking about or focusing on all the things that you can feel about your body. So you could sit on a chair with your feet on the ground and you can close your eyes and just relax. Like, cause your breath, you've breathed yourself into relaxation. Yep. So you just sit there and just notice the things that are happening to your body. Like just think about what your feet are doing. Where are you feeling the sensations? It's probably always still for a very long time going to be just yours. So like if I put my feet on the ground now, I know that my right heel is burning because yep. I've just had it up on this uh, chair with yep. pressure. So the minute they take the pressure off, it starts to burn. Yep. And I know that's mine. That's yes. not a spirit coming through saying, why is my heel burning? <laughs> we need to decode what the fuck I've a burning heel means. candle on your heel. <laughs> yeah, that's so, yours, not 
Yeah. Yeah. Got you. So it's really just discerning between, first of all, getting to know how my body speaks to me. Yes. But then how spirit speaks to me. And it's usually in a very different way, but in the same way at the same time. So remember before how we had to stop recording because I just needed to choke for a second. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it was like I just randomly swallowed a fly. Yeah. And you're like, is that spirit or is that you? I'm like, no, that's me. Yeah. And you're just like, you just know that it's you. And I'm like, yeah, I just know that it's me. And there is a difference and it's a very subtle difference in the scheme of things, but there's a huge difference when, when you're in it. Yeah. Uh, It's almost like you can imagine, especially with the clairsentient stuff, it's like, um, you know, if you've got your child or your partner or someone close to you is in grief. Yes. And it's not your grief, but you feel sad for them. Absolutely. It's like an echo of it. Yeah. And so it's the same with the feelings. It's like, you know, it's not yours, but you feel it and you feel it enough for your brain to go, I know what that is. I recognize that. Yeah. That's a bung knee or, you know, that's a, that's a broken heart. I like, I recognize this feeling. Yep. And so your brain, your psychic abilities will take you to the point where you recognize it. And then it stops and then it will bring you more information. So depending on how aware you are, depends on how hard it is for you to get the message. Right. So the more, the more practiced you are, plus the more abilities that you employ. True. Yeah. The the quicker you get information. Because you're getting more information from more different channels. Correct. Yeah. And you can create a whole picture that kind of helps the other part. Yeah. Yeah, so when I say that I feel this feeling and it feels like um, I'm pregnant, then my brain, my claircognizant ability, the clear knowing, clicks in and just goes, I know that this feeling is you're pregnant. So I've used the two abilities to confirm with each other. Got you. So the more... enhanced I guess your your perception of the feeling is the quicker you get the message and then they can move on the spirit and give you more message so for a psychic reader for example as a medium we can come in and do a session and when you're just starting out as a medium not for everyone because some people can go straight to you know, being freaking amazing mediums and they're just like they didn't even try. Sure, everyone's different. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But usually when you're going through psychic development and then mediumship development, yeah, the information that you would be able to give the sitter, the person that you're reading, the information uh, would be a small amount of information over a long period of time. Yeah. And then as you get better, you can do more in more. a shorter period of time. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. as with everything else. Exactly. Yeah, yes. it's, you're learning a skill. Correct. Yeah. But... To learn the skill, you've got to practice it. Yes. And that's with clairsentience. You can really only enhance your psychic abilities on your own. Yeah. You have to do everything from the inside out. You can't just go to a haunted location yeah. and just go, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my Show goodness. Me. Oh. You know, you can't do that, you know, because don't you're not that. ready. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't Very do good that. advice. Don't do that <laughs> because you're not ready and mm. you will get eaten alive. You know, oh. you won't, but. You could potentially be, you know, putting yourself into it's a seriously. Surely, well, it's not a it's not a safe situation to do that. Yeah, it's not. not. You don't know what you're messing with. Yeah, it's and there is nothing more that spirits that are a little bit uh, wayward. Yeah, it's a good word. 
for those spirits, there's nothing better than someone who is being naive and disrespectful to spirit because they will just fuck with you. Wowee. Yeah. So, yeah, it's best not to do that. Yeah. So psychic abilities also is not like it's not meant for everyone to use for other people. No. This is this is your own human way of connecting with your spirit and your soul. Yeah. And that's that first and foremost, that's what it is. Extrasensory information. Correct. For you. Yes. As an individual. To become actualized and correct. Aware. Yes. For your soul evolution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's people like me who teach people but do it for other people because not everyone's doing it for themselves. Yep. But it's the same as like a personal trainer. Yep. Like not everyone can do that. Exactly. Yep. So they do it for us and we pay them to do it for us because we don't know the information that they know. True. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to psychic development for everyone, first and foremost, I just want everyone to know that when I do psychic development for people and I mentor people through mediumship as well, the first question I ask them is, what do you want to do with it? Yeah. If they want to be like me, be like me, <laughs> they want to be like Mike um, and they want to do it as, on a professional uh, platform or scale, yeah. however they want to do it, cool, awesome. But if they want to do it for themselves, cool, awesome. But to have an understanding makes all the difference in how we learn our development and how I teach it. Yeah. So for everyone that's listening, I would assume um, and generalize at this point that most people are probably not going to want to do it professionally, but are more interested in it for personal and just for their close family and maybe their kids and yep. their partner. Absolutely. Yep. Sure. Yep. So uh, when it comes down to... So I just keep getting touched today. Do you? Yeah. Um, when it comes down to uh, the development of, of clairsentience and any psychic ability, first and foremost, when you start to notice that it's becoming more enhanced, don't like try really hard not to get really excited and go out and share it all uh-huh. and sit yeah. there and just go, oh, my God, like I've like – I'm such a clairsentient and, you know, like try really hard not to because it's going to derail your development. Why does it derail? So. Do they switch it off again? Well, it's <laughs> ego. Down. It's ego. Ah, got you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because psychic development is and should be, in my opinion, something be something as sacred as a religion like sacred. for me my yeah. psychic abilities yeah. is part of my religion it's personal too correct yeah okay. it's not really yeah. for sharing yeah and you know i i was someone who did this you know for a, the, a huge chunk of my life it was a party trick yeah there you go like whenever yeah. i had a few drinks and wanted to go outside and bum a cigarette i'd sit there and i'd be like so you've got a brother named Mark. Yeah. How's his new job? And they'd be just sitting there going, what? And I'd be like, hee, hee, hee. you know, like it yeah. was fun. Yeah. But you were also very young. Well, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I did it as well. Like in my early thirties. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was more like, um, it, it's just, there's just so much blatant disrespect with my mm. abilities because number one, it's unsolicited for starters. And so that's, that's the number one rule. Like yep. never share unsolicited unless it's asked. But ultimately, if you've got young kids and you're a clairsentient, then absolutely you can use it to, yep. to you know, bring harmony and we cannot use it to protect our young or anyone really because it's not up to us to decide what they need to be protected from. It's just 
another level of awareness. It's another tool to be a parent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's another thing that we have as a parenting skill. Like we can just feel our kids and know whether they're in trouble. Yep. Know whether this is actually really fear or what is this? You know, where does this come from? We can feel them intuitively and understand yeah, them yeah. rather than just having one way, which is through words and communication. And we all know that kids aren't the best at articulating, especially teens. Yeah, but they feel the feels. They do. Yeah. And so for us as a parent, it's another thing for us to just go, wow, this is a, this is a tool I can really use as a parent. Yeah, and just to know something's up. Correct. And just to feel it. And maybe instead of speaking to them through words... Maybe if we speak to them through feelings, for some kids it might seem like, oh, fuck, I can't get a feeling out of my son's, like, ever. Like, I can't even get two words, let alone a feeling. You might be surprised sometimes that one method of communication for them might shut down, but just try another method and you might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. My 14-year-old is very – well, all my kids are very chatty. Um, I think it's just because of the home that – they're brought up in to just be like that yeah Uh, but what I find is that when um, the eldest has his mates come over I know they listen to this and so do their parents hi (laughs) Um, so when they come over I know that it's a space where they can talk about thoughts and feelings and they do yep and I love that that's nice yeah so even if it's not your kids it might be your kids friends yeah or it might be your nieces and nephews or it might be your godchildren or any kid your your children in your class that you teach space correct and then they're more aware yeah so yeah so as an adult and as a parent it is an amazing thing to to be it's a tool it's a yeah it's something else to help us do life absolutely yeah, my eldest is very sensitive, so it's nice to be able to connect to that and yeah. talk about it in that speak. It's so helpful. Because yeah. she's learning how to recognise her feelings and not become them, you know. And articulate them. Absolutely. Or well, even my three-year-old, you know, she'll get really angry and I'll just be like, are you feeling frustrated? Gosh, I feel frustrated. <laughs> You're giving her the words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. So she can she can put that together and just go okay this is what this is and it's outside of me something is making me feel that not that I am that that's right yeah 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 and quite often people parents will uh, talk to the behavior not the the problem and they'll treat the behavior or the symptom yeah and so what you're doing with your eldest is you're speaking to the problem which is the root cause of why, and that's always a feeling. It's always a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. The the behaviour and the symptom is usually what the head is trying to do to avoid the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. To save pain or whatever it is Correct. that they think that they're going to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, psychic development, if anything, as a parent, is is just another another skill. Yeah. And one we all have, it's just a matter of tuning in, like you said. And embracing it. Yeah. It's very helpful. Yeah. And it's amazing, I think, how much you're probably using and not even realising, not you, but civilians, as you say, how we're using it without even... Recognising that you're using it. Yeah. Which is cool because we're doing it and now we're a bit more aware. Mm -hmm. It's like when you know that your kid's lying to you. (laughs) You just know. Yeah. Like they're not, they're, they're speaking words and you know it's a lie. You're looking at their face. Their whole energy is just lie. 
And yeah. it's like it's like a sixth sense, excuse the pun. That, <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> it's like a sixth sense. It's just like, nah, I know my kid's lying. I don't have any proof just yet, but I know they're lying. Yeah. I know they didn't go where they said they were going, or I know they've been drinking, or I know that they've done this. And you just know. Yep. How do you know? Mm. That's your claircognizance, or it might be clairsentience. You might be fun. feeling it, but yeah. just saying, I know you're lying, but actually you might be feeling it and using the wrong words to describe how you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm definitely the a mix between the two mostly because I'll, I'll feel, but also know like if something's up with my family, I don't know what, I usually know who, and it's just like, I don't know, maybe an energy shift like that's, yeah, yeah. Well, something, that's feeling. Something's there. That's a feeling. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Uh, but then knowing who it is. Yes. But the information first comes through feeling and then you yeah. validate it with your knowing. Yeah, because there's just a shift. Yeah, and they bounce yeah. off. Mm. Um, they are very two very obviously very different abilities and yeah. they some of them do play individually. Um, and quite often they work together though. So a lot of the people, when they listen to next week's episode on yes. claircognizance, they'll yeah. be just like, oh, that's me too. I don't know whether I'm stronger clairsentient or claircognizant. It's not a competition between the two. It's you a could, combo. <laughs> yeah, you could totally be equal levels of, of development and ability. Yeah. Mm. It's totally okay. Yeah. You know, for um, for me, like, Claire audience is definitely my lesser ability up until recently up until recently man it's just like someone turned the sound on uh but what's interesting too is i've had a spike of clients that are clairaudient oh wow Mm. of course yeah it's always the way um but i don't recognize it until hindsight when i look at my clients from the weeks and i'm just like huh that's funny um so for me a lot of the time during a session with a spirit that's coming through uh they speak to me, but they speak to me telepathically. And sometimes I'll hear their tone or the rasp in their voice. Okay. Uh, but it's rare. I just know more than I hear it. And you, if you were inside my head when I'm doing this, you would go, oh, yeah, you heard that. And it's like, well, I know that I didn't hear it. I just know yeah. that that's what that is. And they, they, it's very subtle, but it's the difference is there. Yeah. And you only know those differences and you start to, that subtleness, subtlety to you might be missed. To me, it speaks louder. Practiced. Yeah. yeah. You really, but you have to do it individually. So that's why we break down psychic ability development individually rather than just, let's just all just raise our psychic ability awareness. Yeah, you can't lump it all. You can't. No, no, no. You've got to, yeah. You've got to learn each one as up. a skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got to work and work out which ones are your strongest ones, which ones are your weakest ones, which ones work together, which ones don't work together. Like there's a whole heap of stuff that goes in it. Yeah, And then if you're a medium as well and you don't even really know how you're doing it, you need to be able to, you can and need to be able to add on then what abilities you're, as a medium, you're using because you might not be using all of them. And when you start using all of them, you become a freaking amazing medium, but then it all comes down to your delivery. So there's, you know, mediums tend to mediums tend to have a much different kind of purpose to their abilities because we are here to be the voice between the two to share it uh not everyone unless their soul has evolved to that point can be a medium no yeah 
so everyone has psychic abilities, but not all of us can be mediums. So it is definitely a part of my job and my purpose to share that with people, but it's not a part of my purpose to share my psychic abilities. I just have to use them and acknowledge them to be a medium. Gotcha. Yeah? Yep. So if you are a medium and you also recognize that clairsentience is your strongest ability through mediumship, like the spirit just makes you feel sad or angry and or you can feel them touch you, um, then it's really important that you focus on that quite quickly because there's a lot of fear when we seem to um, sign over our body yeah. to something that we don't know we're certain of where it comes from. Like what's its source? It does sound a little bit um, nerve-wracking. It does for do civilians. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and that's one of the things that I cannot – like I talk to it the best way that I can – but I have never known anything different. So I've never had that fear. Yeah. But I try to understand and talk to the people who do have that fear. Yeah. Uh, because it is a thing. Yeah. And it can stunt and keeps, like, it can prevent your your development and your ability to be able to pass messages, which is what you're here to do if you're a medium. Yeah. Uh, but obviously only solicited ones and not unsolicited ones. Yes. So uh, ways that you can develop your clairsentient is to do the breath work, start to understand your body. But as you start to be able to get to the point where you know what your body is doing and you start to recognize things that are outside of your body potentially, or you start to sit and breathe and sit in spaces that are different spaces. So maybe do it at work, maybe do it in the bathroom, maybe do it in the bedroom, maybe do it at your mum's house or your dad's house or your sister's house or whatever. Do it in all different locations. And instead of First of all, you have to check in with yourself and step out of your physical self, which you can do once you're aware of what your physical self feels like. You step out of it and you become Tracy Stacy, <laughs> And you can then start to do the environmental energy and start to pick up on the energies of the people that inhabit that place or the, the things that are in that place, the electromagnetic fields in that place. You can pick up all of that. And then once you've done that, the best thing to start doing is to take it back to your space in your own private place and start journaling. So I encourage, I, oh, I don't encourage, I make it a must with all of my um, people that I mentor with their development that you have to start keeping a journal or a diary of um, the feelings that you're experiencing, the way that spirit's talking to you. Because okay. it's different for everybody. There are some things that are almost uniform and classic, but a lot of it is different. So... What are you recording? You're recording so you're reco what you felt and when? Or? Yes. Yep. yep. So just do your date yep. and just be like, okay, so today I just felt this um, this feeling like I was being kicked like I'm pregnant on yep. the inside. And you can try, try to describe it the best way that you can. So it came from like my upper left tummy. Mm. Um, okay. It was really strong and powerful. And then what you do is you kind of don't really want to pay too much attention to what you're writing until you reflect on it later on. Yep. So you're not interpreting it. You're nope. just jotting down yes. notes. Correct. Yep. If something happens to come up before you sit down and do your reflection, if something happens to come up, then you can absolutely just go, oh my God, like, yeah. look what I wrote down. Like, yep. cool. You've got to, you've got to have some validation, yep. but most of the time um, that doesn't happen in the early stages unless you've already got a heightened ability and you're just trying to go through the motions to make sure that you're doing the basics 
to yeah. know where you're at, to go through the motions, which everyone should do, in my opinion. It's just Foundational like... Foundational skills. Yeah, just learn the basics. Yeah. So um, you'll feel better about it if you do. But what you'll want to do is reflect on it, like, on a sacred Sunday. So on a Sunday, like, each Sunday or your day off yep. each week, sit down and then reflect on the week that was gone. See if there was any patterns that you can notice, you know, in terms of your life and what spirit was bringing you because they're always going to give it to you for you as information for your life before they're going to give it to you for anyone else. So, you know, on Monday and Tuesday was it, you know, the last day of my period. Mm -hmm. And so on Monday and Tuesday, I experienced this. And so you can make notes to it. There's just almost like, um, ideas and suggestions and sort of spitballing what this could potentially be. But then as you keep doing this and you've gone around to the next time you've had your period, mm-hmm. and I pick that because it's something that happens every month. So <laughs> for most sorry, people, guys. sorry, guys, not sorry, sorry but males. <laughs> it's just a really great way. So for males, I don't example. know what you could pick, but it's just a good thing to be able to monitor that, yeah. that we know that every month for a lot of us, that that month's going to come around and imagine if you go for three months and you go back and you're like, oh, my God, there's something in common there. On those two days, without me thinking about it, I experienced this through my intuition speaking to me. Yeah. And that could simply be that you can, um, if you connect to that, then next time you have your period, for example, you can connect to that and you can just say, okay, I acknowledge now that this is something to do with my period. Now give me the next piece of information that you want to you want to guide me with. And it could be that, I don't know, um, I don't know, you might be time to have a baby or it might be that you shouldn't eat these foods or yeah. it could be anything, Yeah, anything. So it's a step above just feeling that way because it's that time of the month. Yeah. 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 So, but it might be that at that time of the month, you're open to receiving certain information that at any other time of the month, you're not. Yeah. Uh, so then it might be on the day that is your last day of work. There might be some sort of pattern that you noticed on the last day of work, spirit, maybe is quiet or maybe spirit's really active. You just start to notice patterns when you journal. Yes. And when you start to notice patterns, you can start to build more confidence. Yeah. So when you sit there and you recognize that those little taps on the inside of your belly, you know exactly what spirit's talking about. You made the changes or the suggestions or you followed the guide that that information came through with you. And what's next? Yeah. And so it just moves and that's living intuitively. Yeah. That's following your intuition that's giving you hints on how to how to move forward in your life. Grow, expand. Exactly. Evolve. Yeah. Yep. Rather than just staying stuck. That's it. Yeah. And so as a, the more empath side of things when it comes to clairsentience, this is why it's really important for empaths, but everyone, to cleanse ground and protect their energy because when you're a clairsentient as your number one ability that's the strongest, you're really compromising your quality. Absolutely. So you want it clean. You want it to be, you know, primo before you go into speaking to spirit. Clean that sponge out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. It's being responsible and and then it's exciting. You can learn and grow and become more in tune and be more aware. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then when you start to uh, recognise your other abilities starting to develop too, it's just, it's just ease. It's graceful. It's, it's a really easy way to live. Yeah. 
And it's not as hard as most people think it is or make it out to be. It's not scary at all. Like nothing about it is scary. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, you actually feel really safe. I feel protected all the time. Held. Held, and yeah. Like literally your hands being held and guided. Yeah. yeah. And if anyone's ever had a session with me or done any work with me before, they would know that one of my biggest things is to hold space for people while they unpack their shit. Yeah. And I'm not judging it. I'm just holding it. And I know that I've got what it takes. I trust myself to be able to bring it back together and, and be able to do that. I know the end before you do. And yeah. that's what gives me the confidence to go there. So for me, spirit, my relationship with spirit does that for me. Yeah. So as I move, as Tracy moves through life, they've got my back and they're going to let me know when they can't hold space for me anymore. And that's when that's up to me because I'm not doing what it takes earthly human self for them to be able to hold space for me. So I need to show up that way. I love that. And they're and there for everyone, right? They are. You've all got your own team holding space for you. You just have to create the physical uh, environment for them to be able to have that high quality of communication. A greater impact because, like you said, they're there. Yeah. Well, you've got your spirit and then you've got your human self. And yep. life is about merging the two and living harmoniously with the two. Sure. The light is the spirit, the black is the human, and we bring it together and we live in balance with the both of them. Most of the time, people are far more balanced in the human. And then the ones that are very wooey are (laughs) far too balanced in the spirit and not enough human. Not in their body. And they just spiritually bypass their life. And they feel enlightened and they somewhat are, but they've stopped. They got to that point of going, wow, this is awesome. I'm so enlightened and aware. And then they're like, that's it. I'm here. I've arrived. And it's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. Get back down there. <laughs> You're never supposed to stay there. Like it's not, it's, this is not like let's get to the light the quickest way we can and stay there. No. It's not what this is. There's no evolution in the light and there's no evolution in the dark. There's only evolution in both of them. In the human experience. Correct. Yeah. Like they did not send us down here for shits and giggles. They sent us down here to do the work, to do stuff, to show up, to break open. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all one. It's all one. Yeah. So a lot of the people out there, well, most civilians aren't doing, aren't pulling their weight for the oneness. Yeah. And that's a whole big topic in itself. And I don't really subscribe to talking about that too much because it is just very esoteric and a lot of it gets lost on people and that's not where I sit yeah um but it's the truth yeah we know it it's there it is it's a oneness Hmm. and when we go back to our soul form souls are just another part of another really like they're just another very small part in another really big thing another big tapestry out there yeah so cool very cool (laughs) Well, thank you. Any last words on clairsentience? Uh, I don't know. I would love to hear people's experiences with the clairsentience. If anyone, yeah, anyone who has just discovered through listening to the podcast that, holy crap, I'm clairsentient. Do you know, I've heard that from some of my friends that listen to the podcast have said, ever since I've started listening to the podcast, I've had weird dreams or things have just opened up and 
they have a greater awareness, but because that awareness is now there, there's more things that are just happening because they're more aware. So that's cool. Yeah, very cool. And that's how it works because it's just that, that you turn that light on and it's there. It's always there. It's just that you're deciding to play with it now. You're watching the show. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I wanted to do an episode per ability uh, to help people break that down. So we've broken down the empath. We've got them with their energy protection. They've all been doing it for long enough now if they've listened to it in order of the episodes. If they're lifelong listeners. <laughs> if they're binges. <laughs> um, and now it's time to just put a, a label and a name to and, and a container to, to some of these things that you're experiencing so that you know what you're doing and you can have more confidence in being okay and not afraid of it and not feeling out of control. Because you can, especially as a clairsentient. Love it. Mm. The claircognizant, which is next week, is the other one that's a bit scary because it's hearing voices in your head, you know, it, and it might come across as clairaudient, but it's not. Uh, and that's where you've got to discern between the two uh, abilities there. But clairvoyant, it's just like um, I see things in my mind and I hear you know, things in my mind and it's just like, oh my God, I'm talking to myself and I'm going crazy. (laughs) I love, yeah, you go. (laughs) And it's a little bit confronting, especially when people that are clairvoyant discover that they're more likely to see dead people. Yeah. And that shuts down. Once you shut down that, you pretty much shut down all of it unless you know how not to do that, how to keep half of it open and keep the other half shut like me. (laughs) (laughs) Half-half. Yeah. Is that like a horse door, like a barn door? (laughs) (laughs) Just the head. (laughs) I am Mr. Ed. That just took me straight back to that. Um, Are you too young for that? Do you know Mr. Ed? I saw reruns. Okay. It was black and white though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's okay. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You you think you're so old. You're not not that much older than me. But sometimes I am in some (laughs) things. Anyway, uh... Yeah, that's exactly what it's like, though. So that's why um, I wanted to break it down. So I hope this helps. I hope the breakdowns over the next few weeks really help. Yeah, I can't wait. Bring it on. It's going to be fun to record and learn and grow and yeah, do all these things. Yay. Thank you, Tracy. Have you got me a ghost story? I do. I've got you a ghost question. Okay. Are you ready? This is from my friend Lauren from work. (laughs) Is it a hospital one? No, but hospital friends, send the hospital ones in. That'd be cool. Right. It's short and simple. In an unnamed government building. (laughs) Which that wasn't a hospital. (laughs) Yeah. We'll keep it on the down low. Anyhow. All right. Are you ready? Go for it. Before I get myself into trouble. (laughs) In 2016, I moved back from Maitland to my home and parents' house in New Minor Beach. I moved into the granny flat out the back. I enjoyed a daytime nap, being a shift worker. Quite frequently, when I was laying in bed nodding off or very lightly sleeping, I would hear four knocks on my wall right near my bed. Sounds very much like a person knocking on a door or window. It continued for some time and stopped for a while and and restarted this year. More recently at my new house that I bought in July. It only happens when I'm in bed trying to sleep. Have never heard it while up or about or chilling in my room reading or listening to podcasts. Definitely ours for sure. (laughs) 
It definitely feels like a human knock. First knock is softer than the others, but the tempo is like a visitor knocking on your door, but also trying not to upset the dogs or wake your baby. Lol. <laughs> Interested to know what you think. My dad has also reported the knocks while in bed, but only in the granny flat and not in the main house. Hmm. So that's a knock knock question. So did she say that when she moved into her new house, it happened there too? Yes. So it's happened in multiple locations yes. for her. Yes. But her dad just in the granny flat. Correct. And in the granny flat, it was near her head. And in her house now, it's a little bit fainter, but still there. It's a poltergeist for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Just so you can see, she's laughing. <laughs> nah, I don't know what it is. No? I don't. I do not know what it is. Uh, I'm going to let you in on an inside secret here. Not an inside secret, but a bit of inside information for what it's like to be a psychic medium. Right. Now, I'm not saying this about Lauren yep. because I feel her authenticity and I know this is her truth. Yeah. And I've experienced those knocks before with my sister. It's like freaking Morse code. And my dad's like, it's a possum. And we're like, it's not a freaking possum. <laughs> Possums don't answer intelligently. That's one thing that I would suggest is that she um, or your dad, next time you experience it, ask an intelligent question to see if you get an intelligent answer. Oh, have that, a combo. Yes. That way you're going to know if it's paranormal right. straight off the bat. It's the quickest way to know if it is an intelligent spirit. If it's an intelligent spirit, then you've got a spirit and we can do more with that. But if it's not an intelligent spirit, then don't worry about it. Just sage the fuck out of wherever you live. Smoke it. Yeah, just smoke it out. Uh, but the inside little secret um, for this industry is that, and I and I don't want Lauren to think that this is what I mean about her because I don't, honestly. Right. And I won't say, I would never say that because no. I just don't lie. But sometimes it can be bullshit. Sometimes the person that comes with the story, it can be made up. And so the fact that I'm getting zero can sometimes indicate that that person's just full of shit or there was a random knock and they've just added and embellished the story. Aha, uh -huh. okay. And so when that happens, it can be fun for us. <laughs> oh, 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 so, oh, so you, you could make up anything. There's a little loop there. <laughs> okay. We just had some sound sort of playback, reverb while you were talking about the spirit answering. <laughs> that was interesting. It should have recorded too. So, um... <laughs> that was cool. There's almost every episode there's something weird yeah, that there goes is. on. Hey! We almost got to the end. We did. So, uh, I'm not saying that about Lauren, obviously. So we got that out of the way. Yeah, and clearly someone else is disagreeing as well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not sure, but I feel that if you were to ask that spirit an in a question and see if you get an intelligent response, then we might be onto something. Maybe, uh, that spirit, um, and uh, can I ask a question? Sure. Like an intelligent question, like, are you here? Knock once for yes. Is that this yeah. sort of thing? Okay. Yeah. If there's, if, if there's someone, oh, I can hear you, you know, and it's fine. Yeah. If it's fine, Lauren, yeah. <laughs> I'm just assuming that you're okay with this. Uh, you can just say, you know, um, 
can you hear me? Knock yeah. once. Like, knock once for yes. Can yeah. you hear me? Okay. And then when they knock once, just say, so is that a yes? Can you hear me? And they'll knock again once. To confirm. To yeah. confirm. Right. Yeah, okay. If they knock cool. twice, then they're there. <laughs> <laughs> if they keep knocking, go check the front door. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. So with yeah. this one, unfortunately, like... Um, I believe her. Yeah. I've experienced very similar and it happens. It's very common for the knocking. It's the three knocks you've got to be weary of, not the four. So I'm not well, worried. Good. Yeah. Otherwise I would be a little bit more serious about it. Uh, but especially because uh, there is no threat that it hasn't changed. It's not up to, like it hasn't yeah. upgraded itself. It hasn't, you know, ramped up anything it's just sort of stays the same yeah not too concerned about it and if she doesn't mind it being there and it's not intelligent then sage if she doesn't mind it being there and it is intelligent then we could probably have some fun there yeah let's have some questions see how you go yeah we could maybe go there if we had permission and do a bit of an investigation if she wants to yeah Yeah. let us know what you think yeah thanks for running in for anyone else out there yes just know that we know when Someone is spinning some shit. <laughs> well, you know, I've got no idea. Yeah, well, no, we know. Like mediums and oh, psychics know. You, we, yeah. We know. You. Yeah. Um, and it's really kind of fun in um, how we deal with it. And it's always an individual experience. It doesn't happen that often. Have you done it? Have you messed around? Yeah. <laughs> not messed around. Like I don't give information that's not true. No. But um, I like to scare them. <laughs> I'm like, well, this is what you came for, isn't it? So you asked. It's just a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun. That's so funny. I love it. Um, But I also am very good at letting them know that I know that they're bullshitting. Yeah, I'm sure you'd fess up. <laughs> well, I just do it in a really funny, cheeky way. Yeah. Um, But by the end of it, they'll walk away and just go, fuck, <laughs> she knew. Which is the fun part. <laughs> exactly. And I like it. It's like, well, if you're going to come and fuck with me, then I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. Call it. Doesn't it? It usually happens at psychic fairs. Oh, okay. So yeah. it doesn't ever happen in a private session. No. But it happens in psychic fairs. I haven't done those for years, but it happens. Yep. Yeah. How funny. Yeah. It would be fun. It's usually the dudes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why bother? I don't know. Because you can get lots of guys that come that are just really sincere. Yeah. Uh, and like, usually they're, my mum was so into this and it's usually Aww. something that's adopted. Like that'll be my boys for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, sometimes it's the husbands that are being tagged along to the psychic fairs and they're just like, oh, she's a cute little blonde. I'll sit down in front of her and see if I can... Tell her a ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> Impress like, her with my cool. ghost story. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> so Did you not know I'm a vagina? <laughs> be a vagina, dude. Be a vagina. <laughs> uh-huh. And we are going to make T-shirts of that, just so you know. Yep. Stay tuned. 2021. Yep. Absolutely. So, Lauren, I'm sorry I can't give you more, but I'm definitely keen to hear back if it's an intelligent spirit and keen for Laura and I to get out there to do some investigating. Toss If we're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming for you. Thanks, everybody. Keep sending your stories in, please. Yes, we need some more. We kind yep. of underestimated the more ep- the, est- the episodes that we've got left for the year and we got inundated with heaps. So we did special episodes where we got through them all and yep. then it all just stopped coming in. Yes. So now we need more. Please, please, please send them in. Um, TOSpsychic at gmail.com. 
We're yes. also on the Facebooks and the Instagrams and the interweb things. Yes. <laughs> yep. What's but interweb? The inter the internet. It's oh. a dorky way of saying. Oh, forget <laughs> it. You're beyond it. Don't even worry about it, Tracy. <laughs> I'll read the emails, everybody. <laughs> and then I'll surprise Tracy with your really awesome ones. And thank you for everybody that's written in this far. Yes. And thank you, everybody, for listening and rating and subscribing. We love you all. We see you all. And do not get off your platform of listening to podcasts without leaving a rating or review. Oh. Please. Oh, you're getting all demanding Please. Now. <laughs> Pretty please. The cherry on top. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you see next you week. Later.